Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so thankful and so amazed, dear friends, that when I read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, that I can see that Jesus, he was a man for all peoples. And it was so easy to come to him, no matter what your position in society is or was in his days. I see that beggars come to him. I see politicians or uh, tax collectors or, or, or people from all layers and all backgrounds of society that they approach Jesus and he fellowships with them. He talks with them. He instructs them. He shares with them the kingdom of the Father. And I'm so thankful that also today it is so easy to come to Jesus. Aren't you thankful, my dear friends, that you can come to Jesus today just as you are, no matter who you are, no matter what your background, no matter what you've done wrong or what you have done right, what kind of education you had, how much money is on your bank account, how influential you are, how important for society you are, or maybe you're just a simple sweeper or someone that nobody notices that does his job or her job somewhere in society. But for Jesus, you are precious. You are important and you can come to him. Well, you know, if you just think of who Jesus is, he is the son of God. He is God who came down in the flesh. He is all wisdom. He is so pure, so holy, without sin. And he's so wonderful. He is higher than the highest king on this earth. Yes, he is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He's the Lord of glory. And yet we... As mortal sinners can come to him and we can talk to him and fellowship with him and we can ask him for grace and for miracles. I think this is such a wonderful miracle of the Bible. And my dear friend, if I just think of the monarchs throughout history, but even in our days, it's not so easy to come to them. Oh, there's that whole layer of security and then there are all those secretaries and people that are in between and I mean if you want to see the king before you're able to have an audience with him if you even are able to have an audience with him there are so many layers and there's such protocol and and that's so difficult if you were in desperate need and you would want to have your miracle from this earthly king I think you would die before you ever received it before you ever had a chance to ask him but you know with Jesus it's so different Oh, he is so much higher than all these kings. And yet, just by saying, Jesus, I come to you today. Oh, you are right there in front of him. He is right there with you, listening to every word of your prayer. Isn't this marvelous? If I think of the book of Esther, well, there we find Esther, who became the queen. And the great monarch was her husband. I mean, being husband and wife, that would mean something. I mean, that's an intimate relationship, what you share with each other. And yet, it was not possible for her to go to her own husband 
unannounced or uninvited, I should say. If he did not invite her, she could not come. And if she would dare to come uninvited, she would do so at peril of her own life. And only if he would stretch out the scepter to her, would she be able to live and to come to him and be near to him. And so we see how difficult it was for her and how difficult it is for us to come to these important high people in this world and yet they are just people just people like you and just people like me but you know with jesus it is so different he is higher than the highest he is more glorious than those that have glory oh he is more honorable than the most honorable human being and yet you and me <laughs> even if we made a mess of it today we can come to him and he'll talk with us and he'll help us and he'll provide forgiveness because he took all our sins upon himself. If I read in Luke, well, if I read through the Gospels, I see it many times. But let me just take one verse out of Luke 15, verse 1. It says, And then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners to hear him. Can you believe that the inner crowd where Jesus was in the midst of were sinners. They were the ones in society that had a bad reputation and maybe that were not the cleanest or the most honorable or the most respected or the most religious. It was people, just simple people, people of ordinary life, people that maybe didn't know so much of the gospel or of the, in that day, of the religious things. Maybe didn't go to the synagogue so faithfully, maybe didn't have the purest life, maybe did some things that were not so right, but they longed to be with Jesus. Jesus was like a magnet, and they wanted to be near to him. They wanted to hear his words. They wanted to receive something that he had. He had something of life. He had something positive. He had something of of value. He had something to share with them that would uplift them, make their life better, bring them near to the Father, near to their Creator. He looked beyond their faults, their mistakes, their mishaps, and all the failings and the falling, and he saw the persons that were in need and that longed for a touch with the Creator, a, a fellowship with the Creator, they wanted to be near the Creator, even though they didn't know so much about Him, maybe. And so they came to Jesus, and they were listening to His teaching, listening to His prayers, and they wanted to receive from Him that very life that was within Him, that life that they longed for. Oh, dear people, today it is the same all over the world. It doesn't matter to which country you go. It doesn't matter what religion is prominent there. It doesn't matter what color of skin they have, what background of education, how rich or how poor they are. People today long the same as people back then. They long that life, that life that is in the Creator, that life that was in Jesus when he was here in the flesh and that is still in Jesus now that he is here in the Spirit. Hallelujah. He is the life. He is the resurrection. He is the way. He is the truth. And nobody can come to the Father but through him. Oh, he is that very important one that we desperately need. God saw 
mankind that he had created to be glorious and wonderful upon this earth, to be his sons and his daughters with whom he had fellowship daily to rule over this world in love and in purity, but yet sin messed it all up. And so we were in such desperate need as sinners, and we couldn't save ourselves, and we couldn't come near to God anymore. We were not able to go into the Holy of Holies anymore. And so God sent his Son into this world. Hallelujah! He sent Jesus to you and to me to become that connection with him, to become that door to him, to become that channel to us, to bring us life, life in abundance, life, eternal life, to resurrect that dead spirit man that is within each of us when we are born, or only through Jesus are we truly made alive? And so, for us to come to God, we read it in the Old Testament, it was impossible. And the Jews, they could come to Him. But not all Jews. You had the priests, and not all priests could come, but only that high priest that was there could go beyond the veil and go into the Holy of Holies. And then, for just a moment, and only with the blood, to cover the sins for a moment, not take them away, but to cover them. And that was the blood of bulls and, and, and animals. And he could come in with bells on his legs just so they could hear that he was still alive with a rope, that if he would drop dead in the Holy of Holies, they could pull him back, back beyond the curtain. And so that, in that kind of a way, they were able to come into that place that we call the Holy of Holies, where the Shekinah glory of God was. But you know, it was just for a moment, it was just, it was so distant. But God longed to be near to us, but we were not able to come near to Him. And that's a big problem, and that problem is still in this world for mankind today. But God has a solution, and God gave a solution, because He gave Jesus. And Jesus is none other than God who came in the flesh, veiled in the flesh, inside and we know that moment when he was on that mount of transfiguration all that glory that was inside came out for a moment but then it went back again and it was inside the veil and the veil was the flesh that he had but in the flesh it made it so easy for people to come near to God. It made it so easy for people to see the Father, to listen to the words of the Father, because Jesus came to show us the Father and to make us known the Father and to tell us the plans of the Father. And the plan of the Father was and is that through Christ we would be one with Him and that we would be lifted up and become children of the Most High, Oh, that it would be broken, the yoke of sin. It would be broken, that yoke of the enemy of the devil. And the curse would be broken, hallelujah, through the sacrifice of Christ himself. Well, you know, for some people, they still live in the Old Testament days that it is impossible for them to come near to God. And I've traveled around this world, and I have seen the longing in thousands upon thousands of people to come near to God. Oh, I've seen them, what they do to come near to God, to please God, to in some way get some favor from God. Oh, it's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one that we serve, but for them it is God the maker or it is some kind of deity, and they want to come near to him, so they sacrifice 
I've seen people sacrifice their children. I've seen people that, that have been beating themselves, uh, going on their knees, their bare knees, on the rocks, bleeding and hurting, but they want to please God to come near to Him, but they know when they start their journey, they already know that they are never able to come near to God. But hallelujah, we can come near to Him. We can come near to Him right now. You can come near to Him right now. How, how, how? Through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Oh, draw near to Him. You can never draw near to God without a mediator, but you can draw near to Christ today without a mediator because He is the mediator. And you know, the Bible proves in several ways that it is easy for us to come to Jesus, that we are able to come to Jesus, that we are even invited to come to Jesus, and that there doesn't have to be an obstacle for you to come to Jesus today. One of the things that the Bible shows us how we can come to Jesus, how easy it is to come to Jesus, is through the ministry that Jesus is doing or has done. It's through the office that he has, through the ministry that he does. It is what his calling was here, one of the calling of Jesus is to be our mediator. A mediator. What is a mediator? That's someone who comes between two parties that are not able to speak with each other directly. And so God and us and us and God, we have an issue, we have a problem. Uh, there's sin. And that makes it impossible for us to come near to God. So we need someone to be in between us, a mediator. And Jesus, the Bible says, is that great mediator. Now, how can you be a mediator if you are only able to speak with one party, with one side? Then you can never be the mediator. So no other man could be the mediator because no other man can come near to God. So if you want to be a mediator, you need to be able to come near to one party and near to the other party. You can put your hand on one party and put your hand on the other party. So we need a mediator between us and God who is able to come in heaven and, and, and speak directly with God and someone who can come to earth and speak directly to us as mankind. And Jesus, he is God who came down out of heaven. He wasn't just... His life didn't begin when he was born here. He was there at the beginning, before the earth was made. He was in heaven. The Bible gives clear evidence of that. So he came from the Father, and he came in the flesh as a man. He was born in the stable, in the manger. He was put, he was laid as a baby, and he grew up. And then he fulfilled that awesome task to die for us. But he is a mediator who is able to sit with the Father Talk with the Father, plead with the Father, and He is able to sit with us. And isn't it wonderful as He was born in that stable, Mary gave birth and He did not come in the way that all mankind comes to this world. I mean, she was a virgin and the Spirit of God came over her. And so the womb, she carried the Son of God and when she gave birth, there was no room in the inn, so He was born in the stable and then shepherds, Simple shepherds, they were not the high society, not the palace uh, kings in the palaces, not the religious leaders of the time, but simple shepherds in the field were 
announced that he was born. And so they went to find him and they worshipped him. And today it doesn't matter who you and me, who we are, simple people, we can come to him like the shepherds came to him and we can worship him. That's how approachable he is. That's how near he came to us. Isn't it wonderful, dear friend? He is a mediator who can put his hand and, and, and who can intervene and, and speak to both parties. And that's why he is the way for us to the Father. Yes, and also, if you look to the Bible, you'll find he is our high priest, the great high priest. Well, I know sometimes when in church we talk about priests, we look to all the evil priests that were there or the ones that did their job so wrongfully. And, 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 and for us to think of a priest, maybe we don't think as a friend of the people, but, but how it was ordained and, and how God brought it into life. A priest was so very important because a priest came and he spoke to people and showed them how to correct their life and how to get into the favor with God and how to make a wrong right and what sacrifice to give and what needed to be done. If you think of the lepers that awful disease of leprosy, the priest was the last one to be with that leper and who had to declare them leper, but he was also the first one to come to the leper again when he was healed to declare that he was healed. Isn't that wonderful that Jesus, he is our priest and he comes to the lepers. Leprosy is in the Bible a terrible disease, but it also has a spiritual significance because it shows how our spirit man is also full of leprosy, is full of sin, uncurable. But yet Jesus, our priest, came and he gave his life as a sacrifice for healing. And Jesus is that priest that comes to us with the leprosy in our spirit, man, in our soul of sin. And he is the one that shows us that we are sinners. And at the same time, he comes with healing. He comes with healing because he took all our sins upon himself. And so we need him as a priest to intervene for us. We need him as a priest with the sacrifice that he brought his own life. We need him all oh, that we might be set free of that leprosy of the spirit, that sinful life, that sinful nature. And it is so easy to come to him as our priest and knowing that as a priest, oh, he's not there to condemn us, but he is there, oh, to save us. And that's another oh, office that he has. That's another ministry. That's another work that he did. He is our savior. Hallelujah. And how can you be a savior if you cannot touch the person that you need to save? Maybe a fireman, he goes into a burning house and there is a man or a woman or a child laying there, suffocating and dying because of the flames everywhere. He is there as the Savior. But if he cannot touch them, how can he be the Savior? If he cannot pick them up, if he cannot put them on his shoulder and carry them out of the burning house, how can he be their savior? If somebody is drowning, how can you save them if you cannot reach out and grab their hand and pull them out of the waters? And so Jesus, he is our savior. But how can he be our savior if he cannot touch us, if he cannot come near to us, if he cannot carry us? I'm so thankful that I know that Jesus, he is our mediator. He is our priest. He is our savior. And that all shows that those ministries, those works that he has done, is doing, that it 
means that he can come near to us and that we can come near to him. So today, oh, just think of him. Think of his language. His language was never to push you afar, but it was always to bring you near. And today he is inviting you. If you listen to the words of Jesus, you will find they are words to invite you and to bring you near, to plead with you, to beg you to give your life to him, to ask him to come into your life as Savior, or that you might be forgiven by the Father through the sacrifice that Jesus gave upon the cross, his own life in exchange for your life. Oh, receive it today. Father, I pray as people have been listening to this message today, Maybe they feel they are far away from God and maybe they are far away from you, Creator and Father. Maybe because of their sin, their wrongdoing, maybe because of things in their life. But today, that they will hear the gospel that they can come near to Jesus and Jesus will bring them near to the Father, that they can always come to Jesus. No matter what you have done, my friend, come to Jesus right now at this very moment. Open your heart for him. Open your life for him and say, Jesus, I need you. I need you to help me. I need you to save me. I need the forgiveness that is in your blood. I need the healing that is in the stripes that you took for me. I need your life that you laid down for me. Oh, fill me today. Fill me and cleanse me. Make me holy. Make me acceptable. And bring me near to the Father. Be my mediator. Be my priest. Be my savior today. I receive you, Jesus. And I need you, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done and that you are doing for me. In Jesus' name we say amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 